Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. So the other day, my daughter and I went to this little Italian deli that we go to often. Um, it's family owned and local. I really like it there. They know me by name. I know them. <laughs> it's so fun, isn't it? When it people is. recognize you when you're Definitely. Out. And that's, that's great. I mean, I like to support local businesses. So we went in to get some food, some prepared food, which we do sometimes. And my daughter asked to get the broccoli rabe. And I was a little bit insulted because I make that at home all the time. <laughs> and I was like, well, why do you want their broccoli rabe? What's wrong with the one that I make? And she said, I don't know. It's just good. So I was like, all right, let's see how good it is. So we bought some. And the first thing I noticed was that their broccoli rabe was not bright green like mine was. It was kind of this dull gray greenish color. And I tasted it. And it was good. It kind of melted in my mouth. Mm. You know, I didn't have to chew much. And it was good. It wasn't as good as mine, I thought. But apparently, you know, my, my daughter really liked it. And, and she said, what's wrong with that? That it's not bright green. And I said, well, I don't think it's as nu- nutritious. And she said, well, is it? And I said, hmm, I never actually really looked into that. I just assumed. I love this story. Yeah. And that's the reason for this podcast. That's right. And so, the blog as well. That's right. So I'm Debbie. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to Nourish Noshes. Thanks for joining us. This is such a great question because we have all this, um, you know, there's a lot about raw versus cooked out there. Right. But this podcast is really about cooked versus overcooked. Right. And so I think a lot of people eat overcooked vegetables, whether they're cooking them or they're buying them prepared, because they're very palatable and they're easy to eat. You don't have to chew so much. And I think that's some of these prepared food places know that. And which is why they serve those vegetables like that. And it keeps us coming back for more. Right. So I had to look into it. We researched it. And I, and I got my answers. And so it turns out that, yes, when you overcook foods, you are depleting a lot of the nutrients. So that's sort of, okay, end of podcast. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Really, what it, what it comes down to is when you cook, when you cook raw vegetables... They start out with certain nutrients, vitamins, minerals, um, enzymes. And as you cook them, some of those go away. But other ones are released. So it's good, of course, to have a mixed diet of raw and cooked vegetables. The more you cook, what you're losing is certain minerals and vitamins, but you're also losing chlorophyll. That's a big deal. Yeah. When I think of chlorophyll, I think of the energy of the sun. And I think how much energy that gets put into those plants, into those green vegetables. Because that's what we're primarily talking about today is green vegetables. Yes. Green leafy veggies. Right. And and so you tell them. Tell them all the wonderful things that chlorophyll does. So the magic behind chlorophyll is that it helps us increase our red blood cell production. Mm. And that is really, really important for all of us because it so closely resembles our hemoglobin, that it is essential to, it's an essential protein in our blood. So the higher our red blood cell count, the higher our oxygen intake is. Oh, yeah. So 
whether you're an athlete or not, walking around or not, mowing the lawn, chasing after kids. Right. But especially if you're an athlete. But especially if you're an athlete, you need that chlorophyll. Yeah. Yeah. And it has some other benefits too. I mean, it has probably so many benefits we can't even mention, but. Yeah, but there's this, this short list of such important things that during your research you found out. Yeah. It boosts your immunity. It lowers your risk of cancer. It bites free radicals, it slows aging, and it stops the overproduction of yeast in your body. Like that's sort of, isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. End of podcast again. Yes. I mean, that's just, that's quite a laundry list. It is. And so when I think of like a grayish green broccoli rob or collard greens or kale or spinach or anything like that, I kind of think of a person who's a little grayish green. Right. Um, who might have some sort of discomfort or dis-ease of some sort because they're just not vibrant. And so when we're thinking about cooking our greens, we want that vibrant green right. to be passed on to our cells and help us be a little bit more vi vibrant. Yeah. So with that said, what do you tell people who just love really overcooked greens? Yeah. Because if you're saying that it's you know, it's not devoid of nutrients. I think that's one of our messages. Right. So if you have a choice. Right. If you have a choice, choose the bright green ones. But if you're not going to eat the bright green green ones because they're you not. the taste. Yeah, the taste isn't to your preference. Then go ahead and eat the gray green ones. <laughs> We'd rather you eat vegetables than not eat vegetables at all. That's right. So if your choice is, you know, between not eating them and eating the overcooked ones, then eat them. Another challenge, though that we could do is take them off maybe a minute or two earlier than you than you used to. Because I think the palate change is something that we talk about often with our clients because we get so used to something True. that um, we can't imagine it another way. Right. And that's just us retraining our, our palate. That's exactly right. Yeah, so it may be a gradual uh, shading change. <laughs> you change from gray green to getting a little bit more green, a little bit more green, that's a little right. bit more green. So that's the idea. If you're cooking them yourselves, you know, you can do that easily. Yeah. And it's not saying, you know, of course, if you go out and get prepared food and it's gray green, you know, have, doing that every once in a while, not a big deal. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's the difference between you eating green vegetables that day or not. Exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, some timing for this because it's it, it could be tricky, right? The younger right. the green, probably the less you want to cook it. Right. The older or bigger or more thicker it is right. perhaps or the bigger the leaf it is right. probably could use a little bit more time right but it is a matter of looking at it so you'll watch yeah. it cook so it's a matter of watching it if it's under a lid on your stove you know take the lid off every minute or so just to keep to make sure it's not getting into that gray green mode well and the other thing too I think we forget is that sometimes even though we take it off the stove it still has an element of steaming itself. Yes. So taking it off a little bit early, just slightly earlier than you think it's supposed to because it's going to sit there as you're preparing the other food and plating. And by the time it gets on the plate to the table, it's had some time right. to steam itself a little bit more. That's so. true. One trick I do, especially if I have a few other elements of the meal, is I'll take it off and then and run it under cold water just to stop the cooking process. And then... A minute before I'm ready to serve it, just quickly saute it quickly to get the heat back into it. So Love that. Yeah, yeah, so there's lots of things you can do to maintain that and timing-wise too. 
Um, but how 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 are we cooking those? So a lot of people ask, do we boil them? Do we steam them? Do we saute them? And and there's yes. Yeah, there are some tricks. <laughs> there are some tricks yes. to better nutrient density with that. So the best ways in general for most greens is steam. Steaming them is the best way. Right. Um, a water, a very small water saute, probably next. Yep. And then third would be, you know, sauteing in an oil, right. a, a very high quality oil of choice. Right. Um, from that, then you're, you know, kind of taking a dive downhill with any other method of microwaving or right. anything like that. Absolutely. You can blanch in boiling water mm -hmm. and that's not so bad either because blanching is a quick cooking. So it's really two, like two minutes and it's a quick way of tenderizing vegetables. And that's a good thing too. If you boil the boil them for any longer than that, then they really start to leach the nutrients into the water, which isn't so bad if you use the water then for soup or yeah, just to drink the water. Stock. I I did that. I used to do that. I'm actually glad we're having this conversation because I used to boil my kale. I don't. I, I guess I just don't do that often anymore. I'm steaming it or water sautéing my kale more often these days than anything else. But I used to take that extra water and just drink it like a tea, and it was so sweet and earthy. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's interesting. You may have to do that again. Yeah. But one of the ones um, that in one of our favorite books, The Wor World's Healthiest Foods, yeah. um, the author <laughs> talks about um, – Swiss chard actually having some properties that are harder for us to break down. And his recommendation is to actually boil Swiss chard. Mm -hmm. So I almost 100% of the time boil the Swiss chard. Right. And these are just preferences too. Right. You know? And with the broccoli rabe, I blanched that as well because it takes some of that bitterness out that some people don't really like in broccoli rabe. So yeah. it, it doesn't take all of it out. That's sort of what other people love about broccoli rabe, but it does take off the most bitter parts of it. So I blanch my broccoli rabe and then I saute it. So that's how I, that's my secret of broccoli rabe cooking. Love that. And maintaining that bright green chlorophyll. Yeah. It's really important. What I one idea that I love to do my collards with, if I'm not, I like doing a raw wrap collard. Oh yeah. I sometimes quick blanch that so it's got a little bit more uh, more give. Yeah, more give to it, so it wraps easily and doesn't break apart. But what I like to do is I like to take that really thick st stock out and then stack them and roll them, mm -hmm. and it's called chiffonade, oh, and yes. just cut it very thinly, and either steam saute or saute lightly in a high-quality oil, and it's like a big pile of noodles, and um, it just tastes so yummy. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Another thing that I do is I just cut up some, some leafy greens, spinach, uh, collards, kale, and I throw it into soup. Mm. And I do that sort of after the soup has been cooking for a little while. Like if I'm using root vegetables or if I'm making a chicken stew or something like that, that's been cooking for a little mm. while, sort of in the last 10 minutes, I'll throw in the, the green and keep it bright green and then serve it. Or sometimes I'll just take a serving of that soup and heat it for 10 minutes with the bright green so I don't put in in the pot. In the big pot. In the big pot yeah. that you reheat over and over again. That's that's a good idea. And spinach, too. Sometimes when I'm making a chili, a bean chili, or a turkey chili, I'll actually put the greens in the bottom of the bowl and just yes. put the chili over it, and it basically heats it enough, especially right. if I'm doing something like spinach because right. it cooks so quickly. It does cook very quickly. You don't really even have to cook it. Like I said, you can, like you said, you can right. just put hot things on it, and it cooks. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it's just, isn't it amazing spinach? You, you could have this like five pound bag. I know. And get, you feel like you get a few cups out of it, you know, when Not you even. cook it. Right. <laughs> it's true. But that's a good way to get lots of greens in. It's, it sure Even is. though it cooks down to nothing, it is a lot. It know? is a lot. So... And we get credit for that. We do get credit for that. So it's not like, even though it looks like it might just be one serving, it ends up, you know, before it's cooked, it looks like it's 10 servings. It really is 10 servings. That's so right. That. That's right. So the highlight here is really to get more, get more energy, get more vibrancy, see what you could do about getting more green, leafy greens into your life. Definitely. Everybody. Nobody's excluded with that. Nobody's excluded. <laughs> All right, so have fun with your shades of green. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy bright Fallon, And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well. Be well.